everybody. Welcome to the No Distance Podcast, where it's all about seeking the Lord who is not too far from any one of us. I am your co-host, Michael Pulliam. And I'm Brittany Pulliam, and together we co-chair the youth ministry at Christ Temple Apostolic Faith Church in Chicago, Illinois. Amen, amen. So uh, this episode is a continuation, or part two, I should say, of uh, What Makes a Good Anchor. <clears throat> and this episode is going to be titled Good Versus Bad Anchors. So uh, we're going to just go ahead and do a quick icebreaker. My wife wants me to tell another funny one that happened just the um, the other day. So I'm sitting on the couch next to my wife at home. Mm-hmm. And she just bought this clock. It's a beautiful that, clock. That hasn't been put on the wall yet. It's a very nice clock. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down and about two minutes in, I don't know why, because I know that. I think I it know, was a little longer than two minutes. Okay. Well, it was, it was a few minutes. And, and where where exactly is the clock? Right behind. If I was on the couch, it was really like right behind me. Right, right behind me. you on the couch. I'm laying back on the couch. Okay. You still haven't told them where the, where the clock is, though. I, if you let me get there. Okay. I don't want to. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> um. So the clock is on the couch leaning against the wall. Yes. So the couch is not exactly against the wall. It's a little. It's a little gap. Out. But yeah. it is leaning against the wall. Out. And so I sit down, and after a few minutes or however long, um, I can hear the clock falling my way. I promise it's falling my way. And I hear it, and the first thing I'm thinking, man, I'm going to the hospital tonight. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I had something in my hand. I forgot what I was eating. I was eating something. I had something in my hand. And I was like, oh, God, I guess I, this, is, this is it. This is where I'm going to the hospital tonight. I ain't going to, I'm going to black out and wake up somewhere somewhere else. And then the next thing I see is the clock fall to the left. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, it actually fell behind the couch. And it fell to the left. And all I did was start, I started laughing because I'm like, man, that was supposed to be secure. But it was not secured. It was not anchored in anything. (laughs) Wasn't anchored to nothing. Wasn't taped to the wall. As a matter of fact, it's still in the box. Yeah. It's still in the box, but it was on super sale. Like the normal price is ninety nine dollars, and I got it for nine ninety nine. So even though I didn't need a clock, bet you I bought it. <laughs> bet you I bought it. It's a nice clock though. It's a nice clock. But um, yeah. So that's what happened. So that that's our icebreaker. Yeah. Um, it'll be even better. That's something that's like, not anchored. You know, actually, it's not safe. When it's yeah. not anchored, it is not safe. When you it's can, not like for real connected, it could go anywhere at any time. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, that's what we're gonna get into today. Is how to. Kind of how to identify good and bad anchors, or at least to start getting into the realization that there is a such thing as a good and a bad anchor. In the story about the clock, it was poorly anchored to the wall because it was just leaning on the wall and the couch. And sometimes we have anchors like that in our life that are not really secure. They don't really tether us to anything, but they're just there. They're just there and they look nice. Yeah, pretty a, good, much. a pretty anchor, huh? A pretty anchor. No rust because it ain't been in the water at all. But, you know, we're holding on to it, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, we're holding on to it. We're holding on to it, not it's holding on to us. So, Michael, tell me something. So in the last episode, when we were talking about anchors, we both mentioned family one way or another. We both mentioned family as an anchor. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was said about family is what makes like family like your mom for example and i'm gonna stop saying like in a minute but one thing about your mom as an anchor Mm -hmm. is you said how well she knows you right and in the example you gave how well she knows me yeah 
And that's what made it different when she said Britney will be back versus if anyone else at your church had said it. Right. 100%. So. The question? Yeah, I don't really know what I'm trying to ask (laughs) you. I'm pretty sure I want to ask you about something that you thought was an anchor that turned out to not be secure. Okay. Okay. Besides Um, the clock. Besides besides the clock. Because we found that out together. Oh, man. I like I like I remember funny stories and stories that were it's like man that's messed up. So uh I got two of these. So I think I want to say the church one. Uh I was a little kid, uh mm. maybe like 6 or 7 something like that. Okay. And you know, for some reason I decided to play on the pews. Worst idea of my life. Um Y'all should see Elijah behind the cameras like, man, you're not supposed to do that. You, you don't do that. Okay, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I climbed on the pew and I slipped. I slipped good. You slipped? I slipped. My foot was not anchored well on the pew. Mm. And I slipped. And I slipped with my legs open. Mm. And, and it had the uh, the armrest? Yeah, my, our church had armrest on it, so... <laughs> It was like Elijah a, be in they're, tears, like, they're like theater chairs, kind of. So I fall. Wham. I think I black out for two or three seconds. I'm like, uh, I had to, we go back to the, we was living in an apartment at that time. So we go back to the apartment and I'm literally icing in between my legs. Like wow. almost all night. That's yeah. how bad I hit it. I was like, oh my goodness. And then another time I was at school playing on the jungle gym and my hand slips mm-hmm. and uh so my hand wasn't inked well mm-hmm. and, and so my hand slips and uh, I'm, I'm almost at the platform where you would you know because it's off the ground so i'm almost at the platform where you uh land i guess you could say and so my hand slips and and it slipped real on the platform too so only one leg got on the platform the other leg did not so again my leg split open again not fall down to the ground again. I'm like, I just see stars. I'm like, oh my god! So yeah, I remember those kind of stories. I remember where I'm like, man. But the things that weren't secure, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. was my grip or my footing. Yeah. So for me, um, like, I guess you could say the one thing that I I put trust in that failed me was usually my, myself yep <laughs> self-reliance y'all not a good anger and i mean it kind of reminds me of how people say people are fickle like you can trust people but people are fickle they they change they change their opinions they change their mind so you know to base your life or to base big decisions off of a person's probably not a good idea the bible does say don't put no trust in this flesh <laughs> Don't put no trust in flesh. There's a way that seems right to a man in the end thereof. It's destruction. Destruction or death. The ways of, I mean, it's just saying, like, if you try to trust yourself, you try to anchor yourself in yourself. You're going to fail. Going to fail. If a a boat could anchor itself without an anchor, it wouldn't need an anchor. I think one of another big stories is, uh, I think it kind of is applicable, but you can tell me if it's not, is King Saul when... Uh, what was the prophet's name? Oh my goodness, Samuel. Probably. That's bad. Um, say it's Samuel. <laughs> okay. Uh, when, check us, y'all. When the prophet couldn't come in time, uh, to give the sacrifice for when uh Israel was about to go to war, Saul decided to put it in his own hands. 
to uh to I'm do the to mm-hmm. do the uh sacrifice and uh, that was the biggest mistake of his life of his career of his career sure enough well the first, i think the still the first biggest mistake of that whole uh reign of saul was that the people chose saul mm. but they put yeah so they put their trust in saul and saul failed he did saul failed big time he 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 wasn't supposed to do the sacrifice. He thought God would take it anyway, and 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 God did not. He and, was like, nope, nope. And, and from that day forward, Saul did not have the blessing of God on his life. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The wrong anchor can cost you your whole blessing. Can can cause you God's walking with you. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. It's crazy. It's wild, isn't it wild? Yeah, no, it is. I'm just, I'm thinking how many times I actually not, and I can see it. Like that way, I could see different times it happen in the Bible. Mm. So now I got to think of a poor anchor for myself. Yeah, so what's a poor anchor for you? Yep. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, so my example isn't me. Can I can I start with an example that's not me? Yeah. Is that okay? So the first thing I think about is like those um those short videos on YouTube or TikTok where somebody is get into a ride like a slingshot okay ride, yeah yeah yeah. and the slingshot goes and the person like slides out of the chair have you ever seen that like like before they get into the air they slide out the chair like as they're going they're still like attached to the seat oh okay okay i'm like <laughs> what you think no like this isn't proof of why there's a lawsuit not that oh, okay. not to that extent but PJ's like thinking the same thing I am. Like, like, I didn't see this what? YouTube video. <laughs> the person died. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, not like that. But like they weren't properly attached to the seat. Okay. And so in the video, you see their head go down, you know, like. Oh, they're sinking. Inch- yeah, they're, they're sinking. sinking into the seat. And so it's only the seatbelt, <laughs> by the grace of the seatbelt, that they're, they're technically attached. not falling to the ground. Right. Although I feel like I did see a video with a person. You know what's funny? That's another example. <laughs> I think I did see a video with a person. That's not good. Um, but going to the seatbelt thing, you know, those are anchored as well. Those are something that's anchored. Seatbelts have to be anchored to whatever and it has to be solid to you know make sure people are secure in there. Yeah, that's something else we put our trust in. I'm just, you know. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. Can you pass me a tissue? Yeah, yeah, I passed you a tissue. No, I mean, no, I was letting you, you know. But yeah, so that that's Brittany's example of a. Uh, I think her example is worse than mine. <laughs> like, like just on the level of funny. First, I thought people was dying in slingshots. That's the first thing. I, I don't even know what to say. It's like then she's like, no, no, they're not falling out of it. It's like, oh, <clears throat> oh. But, 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 this yeah. This is how we mourn. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think now. How, how do we, how do we, um, identify though? Like, if in those examples, like I can identify an example of Saul, like what a bad anchor was by mm-hmm. the decisions that Saul was making. Yeah. By the the mindset he had. What? How do we? How can we identify stuff today? Not even just in people, but in anything that that is anchored or supposed to be an anchor. How do we identify a bad one or just not a very stable one? 
Yeah. I, I mean, I think that a lot of in that, I'm sorry, I think a lot of that insight comes from God. Because it does come from God. And I think experience is probably the main teacher that he uses mm-hmm. to show us what our anchors are. Um, my very first thought, I didn't ask for permission to use this. So, mom, I hope you're okay with this. But one of the very first, like, major examples of a failed anchor that I came in contact with Mm -hmm. was my mom when she lost, when we lost our great grandfather, Bishop Bell and my grandmother. Okay. So in those losses, especially with Bishop Bell's passing, our church went through a lot of changes, Right. especially with like rules and regulations, you know, what you can and can't do. Like it all changed. And when big changes happen, that's the main time when you find out what you've been relying on. And I remember my mom describing it as something like the floor being pulled from under her feet. Like it just. It's gone. It's gone. Right, right. The, the thing that. The thing that was holding me. That was holding me where I was is gone. And it's like, okay. In her situation was like, do I decide to. Like, can I still be here? Mm-hmm. Can Can I still be stable in this place without these things? And. My mom explained it as God was telling her you were anchored or your rock in your life and in your stance of holiness was in these things that's not going to live forever mm-hmm. in these things that can change as opposed to being in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's that's deep. That's right. That's heavy. But it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. So I think, unfortunately, a lot of times we're going to find out whether or not our anchors are good, bad, stable, trustworthy, when the water rises on us. When the water rises. When the water rises on us. Me personally, I would say... I think I think my anchor was probably more my own self-determination. Yeah. A little bit. Another bad anchor is fear. Fear-based anchors. Mm-mm. Don't try that. Don't do that. Fear is not a good anchor, okay? It is just, it's not. How do you know it's fear? How do you know it's fear? So Yeah. When you're scared. Well, I know, that's kind of obvious. But Well, I guess in my thinking is, are you saying fear as in, I'm afraid to say, like, I'm just using the best example that I know or I could think of. Like, is it fear when, like, okay, I have a, let's say you got a boyfriend, girlfriend, or whoever, mm-hmm. and, and, or a roommate, it could be a roommate, a roommate, your best friend, but he's a terrible roommate, but he helps pay the bills. Yeah. But you don't want to leave or kick him out out of fear of you not being able to pay the bills. Yes. That kind of fear. That is a fear-based anchor. <clears throat> that was a lot of clearing throat. Uh, but yeah, that that's a fear-based anchor is I don't, it's like not wanting to let go of things because of what it might mean. Like if you let go that you'll be, that the water will move you, even though. I guess we'll have to hash that out a little bit more, but we believe that you, that our listeners and our watchers are intelligent <laughs> and you guys can make these connections for us. Amen. But I know for me, I know for me that I had a fear-based anchor. Okay. And I did not know it was a fear-based anchor until the waters got high 
Okay. And when the waters got high and I was still shaken and I was still like displaced or moved mm-hmm. by the circumstances that I did not want, I was like, okay, the thing that I was hoping would keep me grounded or keep my situation grounded, it ain't do nothing, y'all. <laughs> ain't do jack. <laughs> Fear-based anchors, not good. I don't remember the other thing. Unstable anchors, things that change. So people, yourself. Um, you have hidden your idolatrous anchors. So what, what was <laughs> what was that? Okay. The only thing I can think of personally is like, uh, <laughs> the best one I think is, is again, self. Um, what I mean is, uh, let's say, I think I'm so good at something and I dress well and I just, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a amazing great person in my own eyes. I, I am successful in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that putting, let's just say trust to myself. Cause I'm, I think I sold that. Like I idolize me. Mm-hmm. There's nobody greater than me. Yeah. That counts. Okay. You can idolize a relationship. That's true too. You can idolize a job. You can idolize a lifestyle. You can idolize certain connections. You can idolize a hobby. Like anything can be made into an idol. What what makes it, what what are the characteristics? I'm sorry. What are the characteristics of an idol? What, what, for me to, to consider something an idol, what are the characteristics? You tell me. Uh, I, I think the simple way is just saying anything we put before God but yeah and that's exactly what I was going to say which is why I turned it back on y'all like listen I don't want to do all the work here <laughs> I think that's just something like anything anything that that you make a God before God so that's anything you give all your time attention trust tithe offering because you trust yep. me if I could just go to video games some people put some money 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 on video games money's money <laughs> For real. For real. But yeah, so yeah, then anything you put that high, you can put your own children. You can idolize mm-hmm. your own children. My children are so great. They're so successful. They this, they that. Oh, but for some reason, your children are the craziest of the crazies. They 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 <laughs> out here wilding out. But they're so successful. So successful. So successful. They're just idols. So yeah, it's unfortunate. The gist, though, I think is everybody has an anchor. Yes. Like everybody's anchored by something. Everybody's tethered to something. Everybody is expecting that their connection to a specific thing or person is what's going to hold you down when waters rise and when winds start to blow a little stronger. But the truth is when waters rise and winds start to go stronger, you need to be sure that the anchor you're anchored to is a good anchor, a truly dependable anchor, right? What was you just watching last night? Mm-hmm. What was a? They had a good anchor on that water, didn't they? Sure did. Wait, did you did you did you see the finale? Yeah, we just watched it last night. I have to go back and watch it because that stuff was deep, bro. If y'all not watching the Chosen, you need to be watching the Chosen. That's my free. And you need to be watching The Chosen. Season three was really good. If you got to start from season one, it's okay. It's not too late. You can catch up. Do it. Do it. 
I don't want to spoil the finale though. Okay, yeah. I mean, is it really spoiling if you read it's the not Bible? Not really. If you if you read the, <laughs> the Bible, then you kind of know what's gonna happen. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, we won't spoil it. We won't spoil. It. But th- there was a good moment in there where somebody was being a very good anchor to everybody. No, I just leave it as that. Yes. Okay. So last question. Hopefully, this will be the last question. Second okay. to last question. What makes Jesus? A good anchor, man. Whatever he can do, just it, no, no, no. Really, really give no, us the no, meat. No, really no, give no. us the meat of this. What makes Jesus a good anchor? We might have to come back and reshoot. Yeah. We might have to go back and pray about this. <laughs> what makes Jesus good to me? To me? To me? It, it's not only what the Bible says about Jesus that he's a good counselor. He's a he's the Prince of Peace. He's mm-hmm. he's he's everything. He's everything that I will ever need. Yep. What what more in an anchor do I need? He he doesn't die. That's one. He's always there. That's two. He gives the best advice. That's three. He he helps me go to sleep and wake up. I mean, he's, that's four. He's he's, he's the, my bread. He provides. He's he's the life. He's life. He's life. I, you have an anchor that's life. It's not just holding you down. It's giving you life. Mm. It's not just keeping you in a in a good place. It's it's providing sustenance at the same time. It's it's like it's 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 a twofold thing. I don't. I'm trying to think what what what's a twofold thing in life for real that can not only help you mm-hmm. but give you more. Yeah. Like like I guess uh, uh I guess a good thing is is a uh, spouse. Not only is a spouse a good companion, but they can be a good counselor. And a mm-hmm. good and a good person to you know, funny you know. There's so many aspects of what Jesus is that makes him such a good anchor. You got something to say? You could go ahead. I'm gonna say it at some point. I'm just making sure you're done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Can I answer the question for me? Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. I like your answer, by the way. Thank you. I like go your answer. Go ahead, answer the question. So you know how in the last episode I was talking about my dad? Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell y'all a secret. And I'll tell you something you already know already. Okay. But he became my husband because he was like my dad. Okay. But not because he was like my dad. Like, it didn't stop there. But really because he reminds me of Jesus. Really reminds me of Jesus. And um, the thing about Jesus and the thing about a good anchor is they're both dependable. And I don't mean dependable just like in the flighty way everybody means dependable and just throwing the word around. I mean, like solid i mean like you knock and you're not gonna get a shallow sound i mean unchanged unchanging um same strength start to finish every time same strength regardless of how much storm you're going through i testified once a few weeks ago like i was saying that i was having some serious trouble with some of my mind and emotions having some real trouble and I prayed but I don't mean I prayed I mean like no vocals but I was screaming no vocals but like screaming Mm -hmm. and asking God to help me and God came through and I've been walking with the Lord walking near the Lord because you know sometimes we get a little off and on the Lord will be like I'm clearly going this way where are you where are I'm over here so 
in a broad sense, but I've been, you know, kind of in this life for over 20 years. And one thing that God's impressed on me is like, if you just wait, I'm going to show up. Amen. And so far, even in that moment when I'm screaming and crying, and I'm going to tell you guys the honest truth, that screaming and crying did not end that same night and it didn't end the next morning. It lasted at least another one to two months. And I like the Holy Ghost had to change my prayer before I really got delivered. But I understood what God always told me was if you wait. Amen. If you wait and hold on, you're going to see the salvation of the Lord. You're going to see me come through. And with experience, I've learned at different levels, different storms, different water heights, different wave lengths, which I'm sure has nothing to do with water. But God always comes through, which is like we were saying at the beginning, knowing a good anchor is mostly going to come through experience. Mm -hmm. And I would say if something you're anchored in ever lets you down, it's not the ultimate anchor. If a relationship with a person ever lets you down, it's not your ultimate anchor. If a job lets you down at some point, it is not your ultimate anchor. If a church lets you down at some point, it's not your ultimate anchor. And the fact of the matter is everything in this life at some point is going to fail us. It's going to be unable to withstand the storm that's hitting our life. But the one thing is the one person who can withstand anything. Jesus. And that is Jesus Christ. That is your relationship with God. (laughs) We so churchy. (laughs) But that's the truth of the matter. Amen. You've got to be anchored in the only anchor that can withstand anything. Everything. And I believe that when you're anchored in Jesus Christ, he will lead you to the sub anchors that will also be able to withstand the specific storms that they're meant for. I praise God. I really thank God for my husband. Something that I went through, God gave it to me to pray for you. I was like, God, please give my husband wisdom. The only way my husband was able to have the wisdom to be wise in that situation was because I was anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I could pray that prayer. Amen. You've got to have the ultimate anchor. If any of the other anchors are going to work, it's our connection to Jesus that helps us get the job that can help us pay the bills. Amen. It's not the job. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. He provides. And we just be good steward of his money. That's, that's, is it. that's another episode. Yes, yeah, another episode. But, <laughs> hey. Um, I guess we'll say thank you and good night. Yeah, thank you. So thank you, everybody, for watching. Oh, you got to tell them. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, if uh, you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Instagram. At No Distance Podcast. At No Distance Podcast. You can write to us if you want. You can write to us as Nobody well. writes anymore. Um, and when we get our YouTube page. You should show up on YouTube. Probably No Distance Podcast. No Distance Podcast. So, um, that's about it. And, um, yeah, thank you, everybody.